Howdy there, it's producer Casey. This week we're hopping in the old time machine for another very special Untitled Beatles field trip. Back in November, theaters around the world hosted a one-night-only screening of the Concert for George in honor of its 20th anniversary. It just so happened that one of the screening locations was in Tony's hometown in the western suburbs, Addison, Illinois. So the guys packed up their recorder, they hopped in Tony's car, and recorded an instant reaction podcast from the road. But before we dive into the show, just a quick reminder that if you like what we do and you want to help us out, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And new in 2023, we've got Untitled Beatles merch on TeePublic. And we're now also on Patreon. Enormous thanks to our newest Star Club subscribers, Stephen A. and Mary-Kate. Welcome and thank you for supporting the show. If anybody else is inspired to join the club, you can find links to everything at untitledbeatlespodcast.com. All right, that's all I've got. On with the show. Take it, Tony and TJ. Take it, Tony and TJ. Untitled Beatles Podcast. Yo, get in the van. I'm healthy. Do you want me in a mask? Get in the van. The van is life. Hey, uh, happy uh, holidays. What is this? Oh, holy shit. I wasn't sure if you had it or not. It was at Dave's, and it's the record store day only one that's super hard to find, and they just had it sitting in a bin at Dave's Records, which is closing, and I had to grab it for you. Thank you so much. It's the record store day, Strawberry Fields Forever, Penny Lane 7-inch, with the classic artwork, new stereo remix, Giles Martin and Sam O'Kell, or as I like to say, Giles. (laughs) And Uncle. And Uncle from Muskogee. We don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee. Sorry, vomited in my coat. Other reasons. I'm on a heroin. Cold turkey's got me having the runs. Why would Pepto Bismol do use cold turkey as a thing? <laughs> yeah, why not? How come they didn't use John Lennon screaming, you know, to sell fucking. Speaking of the runs, we're going to yeah. go to my hometown. In which I ran from. I did a French goodbye on this town in the summer <laughs> into fourth grade. Meaning? Oh, uh, we left. Know. We just like moved. I didn't say goodbye to anybody. So oh, yeah. I thought you meant like you Frenched your teacher. <laughs> no, I wish. Hey, no, that was fifth grade. That was Mrs. Mrs. Brain. <laughs> She's got a lovely daughter. <laughs> Mrs. Brain's got a lovely daughter. All right, here we go. Let's go to Portillo's. Uh, well, I mean, the reason we're meeting is not. <laughs> yeah. Not to go to Portillo's in a suburb, Addison, Illinois. Yeah. But uh, we're going to go see a screening of the concert for George. It's the 20th anniversary. Yeah. All I wanted to do was really share our love for George and his music with the people. What I don't understand is all over the... Oh, buddy, this is... Oh, 521. Um, we... Uh, in the states, are getting this movie almost everywhere else. It was yesterday. This was November twenty. Why are they playing the movie yesterday on George's <laughs> death day? They should be playing concert for George, not that piece of shit yesterday. And I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. Oh, 
this movie and the soundtrack made such an impact on me. I can't, I mean, you know how many times in the show have I brought up Paul singing All Things Must Pass and Billy Preston singing My Sweet Lord, Tom Petty doing I Need You. It's one of the best concert movies ever, and it's been, re of course, been remixed. That's why it's $117 again. Um, but I can't wait to see it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Have you seen it in theaters, or is this your no, first? No, first time, man. Okay. First time. And to be quite honest, I think I've only seen parts of this. I don't think I've actually watched it from start to finish. Okay. Yeah, I'll man. Get I'll get out and walk. I'll see myself. <laughs> There's two versions on the DVD. There's the film version and the concert version. I assume mm. we're going to see the original film version, which is the one released in theaters, but... There's, that makes sense. There's lots of cool, cool moments in this thing. And it's one of the few times you were at one of the other ones, a handful of times Paul and Ringo have played together live. Yeah, man. You were at uh, the one at Dodger Stadium. Dodger Stadium, 2019, man. How cool. The one and only Ringo Starr. Yeah. So maybe they can Photoshop me into it, you know, like <laughs> I wasn't at concert for George, but Mark Lewison, I met you. Can you remember that? Can, can you Photoshop me in there? How good are you at Photoshop, Mark Lewison? <laughs> While it's taken you years to come up with the fucking second book, why don't you learn something like Photoshop or iMovie editing? <laughs> but all I've got is a Photoshop and I realize it's not a mom and pop store no more. Ringo's commentary on big boxes. Oh, yeah. Him and Chrissy Hine. Ringo went back to Ohio, man. His city was gone. City in ruins. He went back to the dingle. <laughs> That's what Chrissy Hine wrote about. His dingle was gone. Oh, no. I woke up this morning with a bad hangover and my penis was missing again. This happens all the time. It's detachable. We are pulling into an old-school Ed DeBevick's motherfucking-looking Portillo's. I'm so happy it's not a new one. <laughs> We're going to an old-school Portillo's in Tony's hometown. Cue the Springsteen. Addison, Illinois. This is a shopping... This is... We're in, like, a strip mall. Scalibrations? There used to be a barber here. There was a Roberts craft store over here. This is actually... The Zare was just down the way. And Dominic's and all this stuff. This week at Zaire, you can get Tide, Cheer, and Bounce, any two for just $3. So save on a Cheer and a Tide, or a Cheer and a Bounce, a Bounce and a Tide, a Tide and a Tide, a Bounce and... Oh, it's a wonderful sale anyway. Cheers. A uh, Bounce, Zaire, how little it costs. This is your hometown. This is your hometown. This is your hometown. Hi. You know, I'll do a Maxwell Street Polish, please. Okay, so then you need the mustard? Could I, no mustard, please. Um, I'll do fries, yeah. What size? Uh, small. Okay, TJ, how's your burger, man? Wait for the sacks. Thank you. Just elephant's memory. I have, I haven't eaten meat in 35 years. <laughs> I think I'm gonna die. Oh no. Meat free one day. It's a fun day. 
I got a burger and a hot dog, and I'm stealing some of your fries. Oh, wow. Because the hot dog, triple fries, you can have a hot dog. True, true. Yeah, I got myself a Maxwell Street Polish, and yeah, some fries. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what was this dog's name? (laughs) I guess Maxwell. Hey, how much is that Polish in the window? (laughs) Oh, so, Portillo's, famous for... Wait, take a bite and then finish your thought. <laughs> Thank you. Fortillo's, famous for Chicago-style hot dogs, Pol- Maxwell Street Polish, Italian beef, Italian sausage. Underrated burger, I'm telling you. Burger, shakes, chocolate cake that they put mayonnaise in. Yeah, mayo cake. There's always been this rumor that Fortillo's cake has mayo in it to make it so moist. Can you dispel those rumors if it isn't true? I can't tell you what the secret ingredient is. Okay. <laughs> Someone might kill me. You better run for your life if you can, little girl. We're also seated at a table with 50s ephemera, and it, it's very 1950s, and as you yeah. pointed out, it looks just like the rock and roll music cover. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I love the, the Beatles rock and roll music. Coca-Cola, the Honeymooners. The Honey Drippers. <laughs> Did you ever see that in 83, Robert Plant's fan covered a whole episode of the Honeymooners? The Honey Dripper Mooners? <laughs> What's so terrible about learning to do the mambo? Everybody does it now. You're going to do the mambo. You're going to do the mambo, but it's going to be in the moon. <laughs> Great selfie. Just took a selfie. I don't know if you got Portillo's in there, but we got part of now hiring. (laughs) (laughs) It's also, I'm sorry, I'm listening to you, but I'm freezing cold. It's February right now in November. Yeah, it's like, my car says it's 24 degrees Fahrenheit. More like un-Fahrenheit. <laughs> That's right. Cancel winter. <laughs> I'm so excited. Tony and I are going to go see Moana tonight. <laughs> Listen to that wind. Oh, ice. Look at that. There's ice. <laughs> This is totally what the rooftop must have felt like. <laughs> Thank you, brothers. My hand's getting uh, too cold for the I got us tickets for Avatar, The Way of Water. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were seeing Mawia or whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> Mawisha? <laughs> How are you tonight? Wonderful. Good. They have it at 6.30 and 6.45. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Yeah, we added another one. Oh, that's cool. Oh, cool. Wonderful. It'll be 18 to the right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great night. You too. Oh, they got the full beer, too. That's great. I'm going to get a beer. Skip the hassle of Black Friday crowds. This season, give everyone a little holiday escape with Marcus Theaters and Movie Tavern gift cards. The magic of the movies is always the perfect gift. Plus, you'll receive $10 in snack cash with every gift card purchase of $25 or more. Make the holidays happier. That was the the original working title for Taxman. Marcus Theaters and Movie Tavern gift cards. Snack cash.
great player, so I'm really honored to be amongst them. You're asking me I think he's very much here. You know, I actually thought the other day that he'd probably say, well, actually, that's not what I want at all. <laughs> We're here to celebrate the life and music of George Harrison. <laughs> what did you think, TJ? Well, I caught Puss in Boots, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Come on, kitty. You've got to trust me. God, as my witness, I thought these Marcus Cinemas were only in Wisconsin. I've been to the Marcus <laughs> Cinema in Beaver Dam. Beaver Dam, Wisconsin? Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, where I spent about... Ten summers in Beaver Dam, Wisconsin. Oh. And uh, they used to have a bowling alley called Centennial Three. And uh, I think there was a lot of cocaine going on behind that bar in the early 90s. I didn't do it. But I think a lot of the locals saw a bunch of theater camp Jews and were none too pleased, if I recall. Well, there you go. That's the latest from the beat here. You know, but hold on. 30 years later. <laughs> if this goes in, I just want to say the Walker Brothers Pancake House, yes. Whalen Academy, God love you. Shop go reopen. My Beaver Dam friends. The Radio Shack there had blank eight tracks through the mid 90s. Thank you, Beaver Dam. <laughs> oh, it's so fucking cold. <laughs> Fuck. Is it worth it for that bit? <laughs> you gotta write more indoor bits, man. Wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, so the audio can match. Let's get out of the car for a few minutes. I want to do that rant over. We lost three degrees and now I gotta gas up. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Marcus Cinema. Dude, it was great. I've not been to Marcus Cinema in the state of Illinois before. This was great. <laughs> but the big takeaway is. Uh, I don't think I like Billy Preston anymore. <laughs> I was pumping my fist during My Sweet Lord. That was, that was amazing. What yeah, did man. you think? What are your top line thoughts? We just watched out of the theater. What did you think? Man, I had never seen that, I don't think. Thank you. You're welcome. I don't think I'd ever seen, I've only seen it in parts, you know? My parking brake, huh? Yeah, I, so I, I quite liked it, man. I, I really loved it. I thought all the performances were, were spot on. My fear was that it was going to be a little more Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity, you know, all-star band kind of a thing. But everyone, like, turned in a really, like, high marks, stellar performance. And, uh, and there were so many names all on that one stage. It was insane. It was just insane. Ringo. Paul. <laughs> Jeff start, Lynn. Yeah. Billy Preston. Uh, you almost forgot Billy Preston. I, <laughs> <laughs> He forgot Billy Preston. <laughs> I really wanna see you. I really wanna see you, Lord. I really wanna see you, Lord. But it takes so long, my Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. Hallelujah. My sweet Lord. But Clapton, Danny, his son is up there. Olivia's in the audience. I mean, there's so many other people too. Klaus Vorman, Klaus Vorman. 
a couple times. I mean, see, okay. I mean, here's the thing. I've seen this movie a bunch of times, uh, but I've seen the concert film way more than the movie. So I was a little bummed out, like not seeing um, That's the Way It Goes from Gontrapo. You know, there, there were a yes, few. Yes. The film is great with the narrations and stuff. I think I prefer the concert film, but to see and hear this movie, it was remixed. Uh, uh, the sound was remixed. So I've never heard it sound like that before. I thought Sam Brown stole the show. That horse to water might be the, the best thing in the whole film. That was one of my favorite moments. I was really surprised. She added a bunch of youthful energy to that show. That was, uh, I liked it, but it was needed. Like that energy was needed. Yeah. It was such a refreshing spirit in there, you know, cause I, you know, as much as everyone was great, there was like, there was just, you know, a, a, still a, a tinge of somber, a tinge of grieving still in the air. And I thought Joe Brown's daughter really brought it out with that, you know, the newest song. What else I loved about Sam Brown's performance of that is, I mean, that's the last song George wrote and the last song George recorded. Um, and to hear a song that on the, that Jules Holland CD that it appears on, that uh, Rhythm and Blues with, you know, Sting's on it and Van Morrison's on it. George, George's voice on that is a little bit sad because you can hear him dying. Yeah. So yeah, to hear Sam Brown breathe so much life and energy and joy into a song that kind of brought me sadness when I first heard the George version is is worth it. And Billy Preston, I've said this on millions of times on the show, Billy Preston's My Sweet Lord and This Isn't It a Pity are two of the great moments. Billy Preston. Some things take so long But how do I explain Too many people can see we're all the same, and because of all their tears, their eyes can't hope to see the beauty that surrounds them. And then you hear, Paul, you get to see Paul McCartney playing the While My Guitar Gently Weeps intro with Ringo on drums. I mean, yeah. and Clapton playing the lead and, and mm-hmm. taking the lead vocal. It 
is without question one of the most important late era Beatles moments and that it honors George Harrison's death a year later makes it that much more poignant to me. I totally agree, man. You know what? Another one I really liked is uh, Jeff Lynne and uh, Ravi Shankar's um, sister-in-law, I think it is. Anushka Shankar is the daughter of Ravi Shankar. She is also the sister of Nora Jones. Tony and TJ are such oafs. One day, I will host this podcast. Mark my words. Anyway, Jeff Lynn doing the inner light. Without going out of your door, you can know all things on earth. Without looking out of your window, you can know the ways of heaven. The farther one travels, the less one And the guy that's playing, you know, the 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 horn oboe sounding thing is so chill. And I think that's that. what it's called. It's an oboe sounding thing. <laughs> yeah, man, that oboe sounding thing. You know, you know that thing that ain't American. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. And Inner Light, as I've said as well, is uh, without question my favorite George Indian song. Yeah. It's the most melo- It's like it's the most beautiful. It's the most melodic. It is the most. It is the most going on. The most talked about. Yeah, it's the one that can't, people can't get the inner light off their list, off their lips, and off their back of Lady Madonna's. Oh, there goes George Harrison in, in his in his motor. Okay, other movie thoughts before we this movie leaves our heads. I would like to see the entire concert film again. Yeah, I would like to see that too. It was so great to see it in the big screen. Big shout out to our uh, our seat neighbors because when the movie started, it was really quiet. It was like suburban quiet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, our, our seat our seatmates just to the left of us. He left and uh, got them to turn it up because it's it's rock and roll, man. It should be loud. Man, is that Freedom Rock? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. Um, we got robbed from not seeing the Danny Harrison and Olivia. They apparently filmed an introduction to the to, to the movie that we didn't get to see. They didn't show it. Ah, the 20th anniversary. They did an intro, I guess, at all the other theaters that did it last night. Well.
only got 20, 20 miles of gas left. We gotta find a gas station. We just passed like four of them. There's one coming up. There's a Thornton's I want to go to. Oh, uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Callback alert. Might there be a Casey's in the neighborhood? Oh, yeah, man. Let's get some of that Casey's breakfast pizza. <laughs> I mean, that's how I start my day off in the drive-in and get some Casey's breakfast pizza. It's got lots of hot and gooey cheese, too. Grandpa, where are you going? To get a real Casey's pizza. You realize Kenny Rogers Roasters is going to get very angry <laughs> yeah, at us. Yeah. But don't. But always remember, before you have breakfast, make sure you eat your daily dosage of Kenny Rogers Roasters. Mm-mm. Did you know it's healthy? <laughs> Teacher says, best pizza, gas station. <laughs> Yeah, cross-promotion. <laughs> Teacher says, make your next pizza a Casey's gas station-style pizza. <laughs> Cooked under warm, easy-bake oven lights. All day. Pump number five! <laughs> My pizza tastes like heat lamp cancer. At Kenny Rogers Roasters, we want you to be healthy. Um, okay, man, I know we got to wrap, but I love that. When I said earlier I want to see the concert film again, I meant I want to see the entire concert again. Because uh, that's my only complaint, is not getting to see, like, it would be nice there was like a bo bonus footage, because it was all remixed, of stuff like um, I Need You by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah. Um, that's the way it goes. The, the forgotten Gone Trapo. Gone Trapo. I love Joe Brown's version of it because it doesn't have the same kind of 80s production uh, percussion effects. Yeah. There's an actor who wants to fit the bill Sees a shining city on a hill Step up close and see he's blind Wine and dine Yeah, it's jizzless. <laughs> Consult your local doctor. Stop rubbing Rogaine on your face. <laughs> Wait, I gotta grow more hair on my face. I'm playing Tevi and Fiddler on the Roof. I can't grow a beard. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, this uh, Addison. <laughs> Addison is awesome, and uh, the film was great. <laughs> and uh yeah man oh, here speedway this yeah. is what i meant not thornton speedway, speedway thornton's speedway used to have commercials this is great <laughs> speedway's commercials used to be like feel like you can't get that perfect blend of coffee at your local coffee shop nobody serves it faster or better than speedway you've got my word on it we're on your way the convenience stores of speedway no, I think I'm okay at my local coffee shop. I don't need to go to Speedway. I do like gas station coffee because I'm a pooper. <laughs> Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. now is a kind of a tribute to a lot of our listeners who are hard of hearing this moment of silence. It's a great, that was a WKRP <laughs> joke I just lifted where there's all this dead air and Johnny gets on. I think it's Johnny, maybe it's Venus. I can't remember now, but they go, and that moment of silence is uh, a service to our hearing impaired listeners on WKRP. <laughs> <laughs> a great joke. That's a good cover. I, yeah. I should have used that. There was one time when I was on overnight starting out on radio, working radio. And it was like four in the morning, three, four, somewhere in that hour when you start to get drowsy, man. Right. 
And yeah, man, we played The Doors, L.A. Woman. <laughs> Which is a long one, man. And uh-huh. I remember, and they, they put, like, I'm in a comfy captain's chair, you know? like <laughs> Batman radio and money. Remember those days? <laughs> yeah, man. And, yeah, I totally dozed off. And there was some dead air because that song fades out. So this is the early 90s, right? Or the mid-90s? When is Mid-90s. This? this is like end of, uh, this is probably beginning of 95. So are you playing stuff on CD or cart in 95? CD. Okay. And there were a few exceptions. Um, Frank Marino had a song on a cart. Oh, what was it called? Uh, oh my God. Yeah, whatever his hit was. Uh-huh. Frank Marino. Frank Marino had a hit in 1982 with the song Strange Dreams. And then the other one was um, Ride Captain Ride by Blues. <laughs> Blues Image. Blues Image. Great song. Yeah, that was on a. 73 so. men sailed in. 73 men sailed up from the San Francisco Bay. Rolled off of the ship. Those were the songs on a cart, and then all our commercials and the sweepers, all those 93.7 KCLB. It's a 40-minute music marathon. 40 minutes of non-stop rock and roll on the Valley's Rock. 93.7 KCLB. All that stuff was on carts. Okay. Yeah, which looked like eight tracks. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My my college radio station, we had had carts because I was doing my college radio station yeah. at that time. And that summer of '95, I interned at WGN, and of course, I thought, oh, I'm interning at GN. I'm going to graduate from college and host mornings. You know, yeah. like that's that's how you think. You'll of- just get. I mean, you had the end. I will say that you had like there was like slightly an end. Right. I mean, I was I was a, a slight <laughs> high intern eating a overly onion egg salad sandwich my mom made to be nice, but a good but sloppy. Got to love my summer. Fest shirt. Yeah, uh, you'll, you'll be you'll you'll be doing morning drive. I think a couple years. Well, it's like Paul said. One, two, three, four, five. Let's do a morning drive. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and I remember like a lot of the songs you'd hear on GN, like especially in Cub Games, like Sweet City Woman by the Stampeders, all that stuff was all on cart. <laughs> That's how I remember that. Sweet, sweet city woman. I can see your face, I can hear your voice, I can almost touch you. Yeah, carts are a funny thing, man. That's a, they're a blast from the past, and I still have a few in my room. I have I took all the ones that were mine from my radio days. Like, like the things you made? Uh, yeah, okay. like my little jingles. Stuff that we kind of do now on this. Like, I used to do that for my show on the radio, the the super crazy rock and roll program from outer space. Uh, Vince, Vince, uh, what kind of drums are those? These are Montalban drums, named after Fantasy Island's Ricardo Montalban. As you can see, they have a Corinthian leather finish. Yeah, the Corinthian leather finish there. Um, you know what? I play the drums, too. 
Vince, and I've, I've, never, I've never heard of Montalban drums. They were only made in Russia. <laughs> really, really. You know, it kind of looks like an old Royce kit, you know, the kind of a bottom, bottom line, low-end model kind of a thing. Yeah, look, actually, you can, you can kind of see the Royce logo you painted over. For my next thing. number, I would like to perform what? an obscure Led Zeppelin tune by the name of The Crunch. It's in 1726 time. Here we go. One, two, three, four. You could do what you wanted. You didn't have a PD kind I, of on your ass, or did I, you do what you wanted? I, I kind of did what I want, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ron, my PD, my program director, Ron, he was from St. Charles, Illinois. Okay. So we were these two goons out in the desert who hated that, like, we were both kind of miserable there. Me more so than Ron. Ron was all right. But, uh, yeah, he got what I was trying to do, and, I, you know, I, I played it. Like, I played all the stuff that we wanted. I was the music director. Oh, okay. So I played all the stuff we had to play. I would, I would definitely make a lot of substitutions. Like, uh, sometimes there'd be some Counting Crows song that would come on. I'd be like, I don't want to play that. The worst. So I'd play something that was of the same category. So, right. Like a recurrent and what we called them back Because you had, I think, all the seasons you did this, right? You had, like, songs in different categories and yeah. how much play they would get and... It was, uh, I forget, there was, a, there was a computer that programmed it and then we would go through the entire day and check it out and make sure the segues worked and make sure there wasn't like a train wreck going from like Metallica Sad But True going into like We spotted the ocean Toad the Wet Sprocket right. or something or John Cougar Millencamp. You've got to do Human Wheels, the new <laughs> Cougar track. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why I know that. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, we played Human Wheels. I had to fucking play that song. Uh-huh. I haven't heard that in forever. That song is like, how do we make this sound like Roots Rock even though it's not? Yeah, he's an interesting cat. Uh, we played a lot of him, and we saw a lot of him at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, a lot, a lot of Cougar. Is it Mellencamp or Cougar? What does it go by now? It's Mellencamp. Mel Mellencamp forever. Cougar was never his idea. That was some, like, road manager early on. Right. And then, it, I think in New York, I want to say. He moved to New York sometime in the 70s. Okay. And then the some, you know, guy in a stupid... <laughs> Close said, you know, you, you got the look, kid. We're going to call you Johnny Cougar. <laughs> and I know this because I've been doing coke all day. <laughs> and it's just like, unfortunately, like it stuck because that first record came out like that. It just stuck. He couldn't get out of it, I think. But he had one before the breakthrough in 82. He had one that I didn't know until many years later. And it's one of the most underrated long-ass radio songs with the longest intro of all time called I Need a Lover Who Won't Drive Me Crazy. Oh, yeah. The intro's its own song. The intro's <laughs> like a three-minuter.
It's his Layla. <laughs> totally, dude. Cougar's Layla is any lure. It won't drive me crazy. <laughs> well, okay. I'm, I'm going to shut this off in a moment so I can masturbate without you seeing. Um, yeah, I think you went east, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're good.